Have you ever wanted to be a master? We've wanted to be a master two other times before and countless times after this. But today we're going to be talking about Pokemon 3, the movie, Entei, Spell of the Unknown, Pokemon the Movie 2000, Ad Nauseam. We're going to talk about it and more, so stay with us. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movie. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's video game movie anatomy. Did it have to be the song? It did. Did Listen it have to, to be the song? Like, like, let it absorb into your soul. Enjoy. Like, it's perfect 90s pop, blended with, like, a little bit of gospel, like, soul rock. It's amazing. <laughs> it gospel all soul rock. This is like, this is like uh, how Disneyland makes all of their, like, parade music and, and, yeah. and uh, firework music and all that. And it's effective. Yeah, it's but the, the thing that, that pisses me off about it is it reminds me of how inefficient of a trainer Ash is and the complete improbability of these battles. We've yeah. got a high-level giraffe rig using stuff like Psybeam and Stomp and Confuse Ray against a tiny little Chikorita. And rightfully it wins. But uh, uh, if you can't tell, today we're um, we're talking about Pokemon the Movie 3. Uh, welcome to Video Game Movie Anatomy. I'm one of your hosts, and it's Mark B. Donica. Uh, and today we're joined by a fellow Pokemon trainer, as always, Stacey Shuttleworth. And we are welcoming uh, a, a nerd extraordinaire and host of the Knife Hour here on Popcorn Talk. She's fam. Uh, hey. Hi, guys. Super excited to be here talking Pokemon, especially this movie, which I have a lot of issues with, but is also like weirdly fun. This, this is one of the better Pokemon movies. Ah, uh, no. No? You don't think so? <laughs> Every time Mew shows up, I'm like, this is what I come to Pokemon for. This is it. Uh, as far as ancients go, like... Mm, All right. We'll, we'll, we'll get into it. Yes. I, I like it, but I don't love it. Uh, and Stacey, just sort of uh, rambled over your introduction. Yeah, I apologize. All right. Shall we do it now, then? Yeah, go ahead. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and now, sorry. Back to me now. No. Uh, guys, I'm Stacey Shuttleworth. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Stacey Shuttles or all over the web at Nerds Doing Stuff. And today, if Patrick's not with us, he is uh, currently on uh, assignment. If you follow him on Twitter, he is super busy with the new incarnation of the IFL. Yes. Uh, so please follow him at P to the D's for if you're a big football fan. Or if not, if you're just a big fan, even if, if you're a fan of Twitch Plays Pokemon, try doing that with real people. That's essentially what he's doing. So go follow him. Check out all the stuff that he's doing. Uh, let's talk about Pokemon the Movie 3 and Taste Spell of the Unknown. Now, IMDb... Already ruffling my feathers, because it has <laughs> it has the breakdown of this movie as the Pokemon Master Ash must Uh-oh. rescue his mother from the encasement of a crystal tower. Very general, but the one thing that they were very specific about was the fact that Ash is a Pokemon Master. He is not, especially at this point in the series. It's just gold and silver, and he still can't catch crap. He cut a shiny Noctowl. Who gives a crap? Those episodes didn't even <laughs> air by the time this movie came out in the United States. Sorry, feathers ruffled. Um, let's. Uh, Joel, since you're our guest today, I'm in the chat. With Steve Rogers says yes, he agrees with you thoroughly. I, I hope he does. Uh, <laughs> I, I wanted to know what your background with Pokemon is. Oh man, so I definitely these uh, like weekday morning watch. Like I was getting my hair done before school, watching Pokemon. Uh, I didn't get in the cars, but my brother was really into them. Mm-hmm. Then weirdly, in college, I had a roommate who was wicked into it. And he reintroduced me, so that's when I started playing the card game, and I got into it that way. Um, I am not, I don't have, like, a large collection, but uh, he's got, like, six decks, so when we get together, I like to play with him, and it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Snorlax is my favorite. It's interesting. Like it's it was TV show card game, mm-hmm. but the, any of the regular games, like any of the Game Boy Advance or, oh, or Pokemon oh, yeah, Go. Or, yeah, okay. I played like blue and yellow on the school bus and stuff. And then recently, Pokemon Tournament has been everything to me. It's mm-hmm. so cool. Uh, check in with Pokemon if you guys haven't tried it out. Oh, Pokemon Tournament. Yeah, yeah, I love it. It, it is wonderful. <laughs> really sad that that came out uh, when I was done with my Wii U. Sad. But yeah, but that was, that was a really fun game. Okay, so there, there's a lot of, of weirdness, a lot of darkness mm. that lies within this Crystal Palace uh, created by the unknown uh, in this movie. Not even, not even just like plot-wise, but subplot-wise, there's a lot of subtlety here that's absolutely gross and disgusting. So we're going to get started with our speedruns, and our speedruns is like a box quote mm-hmm. at the, on the back of the game when you're shopping your GameStops, your Best Buy, what have you. As an example, Mortal Kombat has a cheesy script. But nails the spirit of the game. Something mm. quick to the point. Uh, Stacy, you have three. All right. <laughs> I made it into a speed run. Okay, it was not a speed run when we started, and I just cut it down and cut it down, and I made it into a speed run. Nailed it. Be proud of me. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you go ahead? You, the speed run version. Please do. It. Somehow, this movie manages to be ridiculously shallow and dramatically deep at the same time. Yes. Perfect. Yes. That's really good. Joel, do you have one? Yes, I do. Uh, this movie has the best thing about kids and the worst thing about kids. They are <laughs> dark and incredibly imaginative, and they also take up a ton of time for no reason. Why are all of you here? We're going to cut this cast down to like three key members. Made it quick. Exactly. And so many people in this movie. There, yeah, uh, that's one of my controller trust moments, actually, when we get there. Uh, but mine, and, and, and you can make fun of me for it if you want, is a story rife with too much subtext for its own good that could be adapted into a live-action film if it weren't filled with Generation 2 Pokemon. Mm. If, if this was about Gen 1... And something mm-hmm. like the mystery of the Mew or whatever, and it was, and it was all of the legendaries and all of the cuteness that was Gen One. This could be a, 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 a at least part of a story that you could put into a live action Pokemon movie. Yes. I think, mm-hmm. but people don't know Entei. People don't know how to spell unknown. Like the, <laughs> Teddy Ursa, you're just making that up. <laughs> what is that? Flaffy? What? That's what disgusting. Is not even an flaffy. awesome ancient like. I, like, that, come on. It's debatable. Dope. Like, Entei has a but really cool even, look. But it's not even a real Entei, though. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Is if it was a real Entei, that would be one thing. But this is somebody finding purple fire. It's okay, okay. the spirit of somebody's dad trapped inside, or however you want to put it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it. it I, I like both of yours better. No children, and, and yeah, I absolutely love it. Let's get to the ridiculousness. <laughs> that is our controller toss moment, and that is that moment when you're watching the movie, and you either loudly or silently have that moment of, you've got to be kidding me, and you mm. wing your controller across the room. Uh, mine, going off of yours being too many people in this movie, Team Rocket had nothing to do. Nothing, you Team Rocket out, though. It, no, exactly. No, they were completely useless. They, they, no, and yet. they saved Ash from falling. That's <laughs> it. That's absolutely it. Like, I was really looking forward to some lines of dialogue, mm. like, that were just really cheesy schmaltzy that I could be like, crap, I hate it. <laughs> but I love it. And there was Can't none of it. that. Absolutely none of it. Really sad. Uh, Joel, what's one of yours? Uh, Ash at one point turns to Molly after all the things that they, Molly's been through. It's way toward the end. And he looks at her and he goes, believe in Intei. And I'm like, this is the only person who has believed in Intei the whole time. <laughs> How are you going to come out of nowhere and start lecturing people, Ash? It's ridiculous. 
I, the light, and now he's got a well. He don't know that everyone else, no. He don't know. Like he 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 has no idea about the situation. He's all about mom, <laughs> but has n- seems to have no grasp on the situation. They have some conversations that suggest they kind of understand what's going on, though. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Yeah. What's one of yours, Stace? So mine actually is kind of a positive one. Oh, okay. Yeah, this good. was. I mean, this was the greatest mom moment <laughs> yeah. that I might have ever like seen. Uh, in quite some time, and it's, so Ash's mom is brainwashed, right, and they're all sitting there watching the TV in this crystal palace, and Ash is trying to scale a waterfall, mm-hmm. and this is when Ash's mom decides to snap out of it, to start yelling at him about doing dangerous things. Yelling at the TV. It's <laughs> like, yep, that's... Ash, get to me, get to this instant! Where it. am I? <laughs> I'm <Exactly>. back. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah. She... I loved her in this movie. She, mm-hmm. you don't, we don't get a lot of her and Ash's new dad, Mister Mime, but uh, <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> we did get. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh, uh, you want to talk subtext? Um, <laughs> what? Okay, so one of mine, and it took me a little while to get it, but there was a scene that that ma- made sure that this is what actually happened. It was. Imaginary Molly, not real Molly. Yes. Pokemon <laughs> Trainer Molly is an imagine is an imaginary construct that, as far as we could get in the movie, mm. had no mental connection to real Molly whatsoever. Right. Mm-hmm. So there are two scenes in this movie where imaginary Molly is riding on imaginary Entei, and Entei's like, "I'm so happy that you're happy," but she's not real either. None of it made yeah, any sense. That was a weird. Whose dream are we living in? Is what I need to know. Yeah. Like, if she has no emotional connect or mental connection to like adult Pokemon trainer Molly, then what? What? What's the point? Who? Who or dreamed Jim- this up? Who's doing this? It's know, it's now fun at this point. Seriously, is, is it, it the dad spirit? Is this what the dad wanted for his daughter? It the that's that's one one of the things about the movie. Another one where where Entei distinctly says. As long as Molly wants this, this is how it's going to be. And they go, how are we going to beat you? As long as Molly (laughs) wants this, this is how it's going to be. So going off of that, Molly wants to be a Pokemon trainer. You don't make a new Molly. You bring Molly down there Mm -hmm. and be like, yo, maybe here's like some imaginary prosthetic limbs that make you like a taller adult type, but... Child of mind of a child Pokemon training is different than an imaginary mind of a Pokemon trainer. Maybe it's like Professor Farnsworth's what if machine. Like she doesn't really want to be a Pokemon trainer. She wants to see what if I was a Pokemon trainer. But she wasn't even watching. She was like passing out. No, she had on no Delia. knowledge that this was happening. It's the weirdest. Uh, does anybody have any others? Uh, I mean, I feel like there were a lot. There's a really big one. Uh, the, the, I mean, like, the whole, like, last 15 minutes, we were talking about it before you got here, Steve, like, the, the idea that, like, this whole time, he's like, whatever she wants, whatever she wants, you want to leave? Go to hell! Like, I'm bringing everything down! <laughs> you no! can't leave! I was like, wait a minute, I thought that you were just, what, for her, no? I'm confused now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there. speaking of confused... Why did they made this this whole big deal about hey mama's gone and we have to wait till the end of the credits not even an actual scene to get mom back presumably we don't know because there's no dialogue no and we don't know what happened but that's what we're meant to kind of assume she looks kind of like she did in the picture that we see of her mm. and it is a really weird moment but where did she come from yes was someone holding her to say. I, like, we're still not even sure the dad is dead. Like, they both just disappeared, so right? So apparently, 
the, so right before everybody's like, wow, that was a weird thing that happened. We see, uh, and I, I lost the professor's name, but we see the dude pop out of the unknown yes. realm. So mm-hmm. he gets back in the real world before credits. But apparently in the Japanese film, because uh, they, they added it in the, American, in the American version, in the Japanese version, that happens straight away in the credits. Okay. Like right. he comes back and then and and Molly's like, "Holy crap, dad." And then also, "Holy crap, mom." Like at the same time. Oh. <laughs> See, okay, so watching the movie through, you like they leave it kind of ambiguous to where, okay, maybe mom was kind of a Pokémon enthusiast too and was doing mm-hmm. research and maybe she got sucked up by the unknown years ago and that's what happened. And I was like, "Okay, that would be logical." So if she comes back, that makes sense. Because they didn't ever straight up say that she died or anything like yeah. that. They did. I think they did actually use disappeared. They used you, disappeared. Right? They used disappeared. And they implied that his heavy research on the unknown was related, was related to the wife's disappearance. So that was one way of looking at it. But when she came back, she did not look like the kind of person who was out there researching, po- you know, out mm. there. In the she did not have the safari gear on. No. No, she, was, she, she got trapped in the safari zone. <laughs> Never to return. She had to pay her debts. Too many Tauros. That's the deal. Yeah, so um, brought up a lot of very interesting theories. Yeah, it's what? one of it, they. So the movie in total, with the Pikachu and Pichu short, which we're not talking about, uh, is an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. It's a kids' movie. Can't be too much longer than that. You're going to start to lose interest yeah. and stuff. Right. But you can have five minutes of a little girl getting her parents back. I mean, if you cut out the third or the fourth trainer, they bring in. Who's the girl in the red who's just not doing anything? Gave Ash the poke gear. That's the only reason why she's there. We could have had the professor do that. She's not needed. Like, she's the get only her out of here. Who could do this? Even though she brought us that great intro song. Like, I really. No, <laughs> Damn it. It's in my head. That's I feel like we could have spent movie. that time establishing what happened with the parents. I mean, mm-hmm. they have this whole long conversation at the top of the movie. Where we don't get any additional information. It's just like, oh no, so sad. Yeah. Now this, she's alone. This oh, poor, wow. That's the thing, is this poor child's alone. And American audiences, since they don't stay through the credits, didn't get that satisfaction. They just saw, oh, dad's somewhere. He's back in the Dad real might world. come back, I yeah. Think? We don't get to see them reunited, though, which. <sighs> which is why I was confused. I was yeah. like, is this. Again, is she just seeing his spirit walk? I'm like, what is happening here? She's reimagined him, and there we go. Yeah, and the unknown were never really gone. Oh. Now it's the... Even deeper. No, if it was was the imaginary world, maybe... (laughs) Shao Kahn's here. Uh, If it was the imaginary world, maybe Ash would be a half-decent trainer. But uh, we're not talking about that. We're not talking about that right now. Mm -hmm. Um... (laughs) There, let's let's talk about the the we've we've already been talking about it already the 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 plot mm. relatively the plot so uh, I, I'm trying to get the professor's name up because I, I I don't like not having it but it's combining like it has both the Japanese and the Professor Hale professor. Yeah. yeah Professor Hale uh, is researching the unknown something related to his disappearing mm-hmm. wife and ends up. Uh, finding these little pieces that resemble the alphabet. There are these ancient Pokemon called the Unknown. They're not legendary. I don't care what you tell me. Um, <laughs> so common in gold and silver. But um, he ends up getting sucked up into this world, and then the the mansion crystallizes, and this girl is trapped in this crystalline palace. And uh, I don't know about you, but I think Ash's mom moved way too fast if there was just a normal relationship that they had with Professor Hale. I don't know about you. Wasn't she kind of, you know, just trying to... I don't know. No, I got nothing. <laughs> okay, well, no, because... Uh, if so, you have a, a childhood friend right. that mm-hmm. you you raised your kids together, or even before that, you have a childhood friend that is in counties away, like 
maybe even out of state in in, re- in relation to the Pokemon world. Mm-hmm. You find out he's disappeared. His his daughter is trapped in this in this crystal thing. Do you head out immediately? Do you do you go? I need to get there right now. Or are you like, yo, that sucks. Like Man, watching slip through your TV. Call that person's parent if we were particularly close. Like, oh my gosh, what's going on? Do you need something? I can send casseroles. Like, we've got this. <laughs> yeah. We're together. Like, is there That's a place? Stouffer's, do you have though. a GoFundMe? Like, what can we do <laughs> to help? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then for a second, before I remember, this is a kids movie. When uh, we get into stuff where uh, Molly is calling her mom, I was like, "Did you fuck? Like, is this your daughter just secret like love thing on now, the side?" Surprise! Oh my god! See now, like, I don't think that uh, Delia is Molly's mom, no. mm-hmm. but I do think Professor Hale is Ash's dad <laughs> because Dad's nowhere to be seen in Ash's life. He's a Pokemon researcher, mm-hmm. kind of somewhat related, mm. and and this might be like. Yeah, the the kid was supposed to keep Ash was supposed to keep them together, and it didn't work in the least bit. And then he f- he fell in love with Molly's mom, and they're mm. still relatively close because there's Secret still emotions lovers. there. I love it. That's what I'm talking about subtext. Find all those deeper meanings. There. This is the story of Ash's dad, not Molly's dad. This is the story where Ash's we finally dad. get to meet Ash's dad. He gets about five minutes of screen time. <laughs> no, because he's Entei. Ash's dad is a Pokemon. Oh, okay. Come on. Well. <laughs> okay, so now you're calling Ash's dad a Pokemon, and you were just talking about Mr. Mime being uh, I'm saying <laughs> there's a trend. Are you saying Ash is part Pokemon? Is that what makes him a terrible trainer? Something? The worst Pokemon. Is this the animals <laughs> running the Jesus Zoo situation? <laughs> sort of a thing. No, this is a, uh, this is a Escape from the Planet of the Apes situation. Ah. You maniacs! <laughs> um, so what, like, t- let's talk, what, Team Rocket? They uh, have to be in everything. They do. It's it's binding. It's in their contract. I'm surprised they didn't have a line about it being in their contract. <laughs> We've got like one appearance per movie or like something like that. But what would you rather have Team Rocket do in this movie other than just oh, standing there going like, I have no idea what's happening. Whoa. I wish wow. they were setting elaborate traps for Intei. Just because that's what they're typically doing, you know. Right. But to see them go after a legendary, uh, maybe have their boss come out and do like a lot of yelling. I like their boss a lot. He's funny. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And and. They just just miserably failing on the sidelines like they normally do. Like I don't know if I need them to do anything special, but but more than they did, definitely. Yeah, yeah. especially just actively doing something. Yes, especially because they. I, I looked through some version differences in this, and apparently in the Japanese version, they were like, "Yo, that house." Since it's a it's an opulent house, it's got a lot of riches, we gotta check out and see if there's like a vault or anything. We're gonna mm-hmm. rob that place blind, whatever. And in this, they distinctly say. Wherever he goes, there's probably strong Pokemon. So we got to go see if there's strong Pokemon. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they don't try to catch, and and be, maybe because it doesn't match up with what the, their purpose was in the original movie. But no attempts whatsoever, even to try to like, if even if they try to capture people to be like, all right, if we get the people out of the way, that means yeah. we can go hit that vault. But it, mm-hmm. it's it's hard when you have the the dis, the, the differences between not only countries but mm. the the different audiences as well. I mean, even if they were just trying to break into the castle, they're like, oh, there's some good secret stuff inside of here, and they're trying to just figure out how to bust through the crystal. Mm-hmm. That could have been fun, like using all mm-hmm. their different Pokemon to try and break through anything other than just kind of standing around. What did they do? Did they do? The no, they just kind of pop up in different locations. Okay, I just I was and trying that's... to like I was like maybe I was missing a through line. No, not really. I mean, they make snarky commentary occasionally, not even as much as usual. Like, sometimes they nail what's going on in the scene, like, obliviously. Right. But, like, that's not 
huge. It's not anything. No. Okay. No. And, it, and it's things that we know already. Like, mm. it's not like they're revealing anything to mm. us, especially. It's. They're they're not the Grecian they're not the Grecian chorus no though they mm-hmm. they probably would have been better suited in this one as it if they if imagine if, if they they're like that up yeah Could, yeah yeah you have the option of dubbing over it changing the plot to whatever you want it to be and you chose them just eh, you know what we're around they're in the background of the of the first fight with Brock mm-hmm. um, and uh, really quickly in the chat. Uh, Ruthie Henschel fan ninety nine uh, wants to wants to mention the sweet music that was playing in Misty and Molly's battle underwater, which I I totally agree. Like so, so this this movie had nineties whole new world we live in. Regardless, mm. d- taking that into account, mm. it had some of the better music, mm-hmm. some of the better effects, and some of the better like colorization. Mm-hmm. Like yes. it was a different. I'm really sorry that I have to do this. It's a different palette. Than we're used to uh, in the Pokemon movies, they or in the Pokemon show because the TV show always seems a, a little bit uh, like super bright. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this one, the 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 color tone seemed to match the tone of what they were going for in the actual story. Yeah, they had a lot yeah. of dark plums in here, especially with those crystals. Uh, and then, oh my gosh, you guys, help me with names. Greentown, Green Greentown. No, it's called yes. What is the name of the city they're going to? Em- Green, well, well, it's that, well, that's the thing is it's not it's not a quote canon city, so I don't right. I don't even got it. Chat, help us out with that. <laughs> they were definitely talking it up at the top of it. They're like, it's so beautiful. It's the most beautiful city of all. Everybody's time. heard of that town, Green <laughs> yeah, Hill Zone. Absolutely. I'm crossing crossing genres. Um, <laughs> so now, what one of the main things is Molly uh, misses her dad. She wants to see her dad. I want my dad. I want my papa. Papa, papa, papa. So the unknown create. Entei, as we've been seeing, or as we saw at the top of the, mo- the top of the movie, they were reading a nighttime story. Remind- Entei reminds her of her dad, so we get Entei that sounds like her dad and just protects her to the end because that's the that's what she created in her mind's mm-hmm. eye. Uh, this terrifying dark power has been given to a little girl. Yes. Yep. What and and I'm surprised that they she had the unknown. Create a, a father, but went. Oh, I want that. I want that mom though. Give me that. Give me that lady. See, I wasn't sure. Mindy just like ran out into the world, and like the first person that was called mother, he was like, "Found it there." It was just a literal like find a mother, and she was like, "Yeah, that's good enough." Uh, Greenfield. Greenfield. Uh, Rob okay. S in in the chat. What up, Rob? Thanks, Rob. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. I, I it I, it keeps like lap lapsing over its own its own like relevance and and planning mm-hmm. and ideas. If you had phenomenal cosmic dream powers, <laughs> what? especially at that age, especially yeah. at that age, and Molly looked to be like five or six. Mm-hmm. When you were five or six, what would be a fantasy that you would have the unknown create? Uh, I would for sure be a princess, but like at Disney World, like I so would just run be... Disney World and be a literal princess. Though, like the castle is now my functioning castle, and mm-hmm. I have servants, but the rides are still there, and like some other people can get in by royal decree. Like oh. I would have to get to decide who comes. <laughs> like in. friends and family, exactly, sort of a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stacey, what about you? Um, I would be the princess over a domain, wild fields of Ponyta, all at my back. Yes, nice. I just. Everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. <laughs> Genetically engineer them with wings. I'm ready. I'd, 
Yes, that would oh, be the next. Oh, wow. I, They'd have a new evolution. I so love it. Fly around. If, Ra- <laughs> I'm, if Rapidash had a, had a mega evolution and they would add wings, so it would yep. be like a fire-flying type. Yep. Pokemon Company, call us. Um, <laughs> for... For me, at this age, at, uh, it would probably be something related to, like, professional wrestling, where, like, the <laughs> Ultimate Warrior would be my best friend yes. and, and, like, beat all my bullies up and stuff like that. But not, nothing, like, world-changing at, mm-hmm. at this point. But if it was at the age when, it, when Pokemon came out, which, which for me was, like, second grade, mm-hmm. first, second grade, mm-hmm. then, oh, it would be Pokemon, 100%. Pokemon is always one of those things. It's like, you know what? We're, let, why don't we make that real? Uh, and then also, she she demands that she has a new dad. She gets a new dad in the form of Entei. What Pokemon would you have as a parental figure, starting with Stacy? Ampharos. It's always Ampharos it with you. It is almost always Ampharos. And I thought about this, too. I was like, I'm not, I, I can't just pick Ampharos because it's my favorite Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but thinking about it, that would legitimately be my choice. All right. I'd be a little biased, but you know. wait. But why? Why does that make the best parent? Uh, I just think well for that, personally, and, yeah, yeah. I just think that Ampharos is a very, I don't, very kind and welcoming. Okay, and, that's right. You know, and and it's bipedal too. So and and it's huge. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's, it's big and cuddly and just it's a giant cuddly abilities electric giraffe that it. mega evolves into. Um, Fabio. Something fabulous. Yeah, just a fabulous. Oh, <laughs> absolutely fabulous. Uh, I have a tie between Snorlax and Cubone. Like, Cubone wears its mother's face, so you know that they're, like, family-oriented. They're, mm. like, down to ride for their family, which I think is appropriate. But Snorlax is so cuddly and always sleeps, you know, and just get good rest, and then they wouldn't always be on my back hounding me about stuff like homework. So I feel like either one, or both, would be great. Like, like a combination my dad of the two. Snorlax and my mom, yeah, totally. For like, I would put Marowak as my mom. Yeah. If, if, in that situation, just because, defend you to the absolute death, to the bitter end, and then I got a sweet hat out of it. But um, <laughs> uh, I would, uh, I would say, uh, and, and this, this is going a little deep. We saw Teddy Ursa in this one, the evolution of Teddy Ursa, uh, Ursa Ring, which is just a huge bear, like mother bear type. Awesome. I I, I would pick that uh, as, as one of them. And if we're going off of favorite Pokemon, uh, I would have to pick Grumpig, which mm. is from the Ruby Sapphire. Uh, that's a psychic with with some fire stuff. We're get, we're getting way too deep into Pokemon. <laughs> but if you're watching right now or listening right now, uh, find us on Twitter. Use hashtag VGM Anatomy and uh, let us know what you, what parent you would want in the Pokemon world. Or if you're in chat, please let us know what what Pokemon you would want to be your mammy or your daddy. Um, <laughs> Who this. I I can't believe. Well, first of all, I can and I can't believe that this movie has made, or er, made as much as it did. How it much did a, it make? It had a budget of sixteen million dollars, hmm. and it made sixty-eight point four million dollars. My word! Budget. <laughs> I mean, we were we were still in the height of the Pokemon craze. This was a this was the third movie. Yeah, I, yeah, I would say height because this was shortly after. Actually, no, this. I remember the the last movie had some Pokemon from Gold and Silver in it, and this Mm -hmm. one was I think announced more before we got the game, Mm -hmm. and that and so that kids like oh I want to see all of the new Pokemon, what the new Pokemon are like, Um, or maybe not. I brain I don't whatever. But um, regardless, I would say Gold and Silver was was probably when the the public perception of Pokemon sort of started to peak and Mm -hmm. then go back down. Uh, this movie notwithstanding, I I really do like this movie a lot, but watching it again as a cognizant adult is 
eye-opening. It changes things a lot. Who boy. Yeah. Um, Rob, Rob in chat uh, says that Arcanine or Ninetales? Ninetales uh, is a good choice. Oh, he stole Ninetales from me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, you didn't say Ninetales. I didn't, but, but I did told him earlier. Really talking about it, yeah. Um, so let's talk about some reviews. Rotten Tomatoes has this at 22%. Critic score wow. with a 52% audience score. And IMDb, it's pretty bad. Has, has it at a 5.6 out of 10. Uh, from Washington Post, Michael O'Sullivan said, Creepy, yes, and confusing <laughs> as heck, but not half so fearsome as the three little words spoken by whom I don't recall. Until next time was the one they're referring to by Team Rocket. Also, weirdest ending by Team Rocket. Just like, yes. oh, I guess we're in this tower now. They get to end the entire I literally movie. had to turn to my like, roommate and be like, so, wait, is that jail? Is it a church? Is it like a weird steeple thing? Like, what What did I miss? I went back. So, apparently, that's the tower that, they, the that they wanted to end up in in the Japanese version because they were like, yo, that tower's got gold. Uh, so, they ended up in it and they're like, well, there's nothing here. Crap. Or maybe it's the opposite tower, whatever. But still, it's like there's no context in like, well, that was a crazy adventure, wasn't it, kids? We'll see you next time. Really bizarre. Very yes. bizarre. Ugh, and I don't blame him. Malcolm Ritter from the Associated Press says, The colorful, lush backgrounds and some striking imaginative animation offer ample reward for sitting next to your young ones. Mm-hmm. Like, no plot, no character, just like, it looks pretty, which not wrong. Yeah, it looks, looks pretty dang good. You got something good to look at for an hour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so something I wanted to bring into into the show a little bit more was some di- some game news-ish sorts of stuff. So really quickly, I just wanted to mention that uh, Shinies are going... Shiny Pokemon are going to be added into Pokemon Go. Hoo-de-hoo. They tested yeah. it with the Golden Snorlax uh, during the water event a couple, like, um, like a month and a half ago. Uh, and they say that legendaries are coming in 2017. I don't know how old that one is. I, mm-hmm. I saw that as a part of this article. But who knows where, who knows when, who knows how. Hopefully we'll get more maybe maybe at E3. Who knows? Um, and then something that I found pretty cool is that there was a Splatoon manga that got released chapter by chapter uh, in Japan that was never localized. And Viz Media, uh, who's known for Bleach, Naruto, um, many other yes. favorites... Yeah, lots of yeah, lo- lo- lots of fam- family friendly uh, action anime uh, is going to be localizing it. And as far as I know, it was only two full volumes worth, but still, we're going to be getting uh, some some cool Splatoon stuff. It follows the blue team. That's all I know. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's go from here. Did anybody have any favorite lines? Because the dialogue in this was pretty. Just regular, yes. mm-hmm. like usually it was. It was like uh, the like we got the Minnesota line from the first <laughs> Pokemon movie, but this one didn't really have anything that really hit home. Uh, the, only, the only one I can think of is Molly or uh, Charizard take Molly, which if you stop right there, you can create a lot of really fun stories in your head about Charizard doing a club drug. That's all I got. That's the most I got line-wise out of this movie. Oh, that's another thing. Charizard just watching on TV going, I know exactly where that is. I I will go go. right now. He just needs to create that life debt that Ash owes him. Seriously. He wants to be the hero, swoop in and save the day, and have no other responsibilities. The only worthwhile Pokemon that that arguably Ash ever trained, if you don't call, if you don't count Butterfree, we didn't get enough time with her with with no. Butterfree, so everybody cried. But um, yeah, Charizard. 
yeah. The that's the thing is I'm trying to find like Entei was very okay. No wait, hold on. So I, I forgot about this one. Uh, Team Rocket discovers I think either either like the the tablet, the little unknown tablets, or they or they see oh. them, and he and he gives us this one. I haven't seen this many strange late letters since the last time I placed a personal ad. Oh boy! Just casual as you like oh as they're gosh. walking. Like, Don't make it awkward. Why can we can we get them? James James is on Tinder. Like, am, am I am I wrong in saying that James no, is probably wrong. and he he's got all six pictures and they're all with his weeping bell. He's probably the kind of guy that it just sits there swiping left, like not even really looking. He's like, sure, whatever's up, I'll take it. It's mm-hmm. fine. Sounds good. Uh, and and not to be not super specific. So Brock is battling imaginary Molly, who he kn- he knows that Molly oh, is a little that girl. Really creepy. Really fast. So he he was doing his regular Brock thing. Uh, and there were a couple of lines that like tiptoed on on the like maybe a little creepy, maybe a little bit too like you shouldn't be a ladies' man because this is technically a little girl. It's yeah. an imaginary little girl, but it's not Who actually has no her. No mental connection to the adult that, version. Like of that's her. the thing. That's the thing is it's so weird. It's but... not the little girl like super like like quickly aged up like they sometimes creepily do in comics. Like mm-hmm. now it's appropriate for you guys to have sex. Ew, weird. Uh, <laughs> that gray area, right? So maybe this is Brock's fantasy. Maybe he's like, man, I wish there were another female trainer around here I could like. I think he would have made sexually mo- object. I, <laughs> I think there would have been more uh, more references to him being a breeder, <laughs> and 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 maybe would have maybe would have gone a, written that line a little There'd bit been more. Been like a chorus of uh, Nurse Janes too. Like they just have come out of nowhere Nur- and just hang uh, out. Nurse Joys. Nurse yeah. Joys. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, and I think I misspoke. I think I said shiny. I said some other Pokemon, but shiny Magikarp is what I meant. Anyway, um, there because there's a line where like, "I made you laugh, my biggest victory of the day," and yeah. it's like, "Oh, that's okay." The line. That that's very very like tiptoey. That's very uh, thank got, heaven for little girls. Of you. Yeah, <laughs> gotta, that, that got really close, and it was, it was a uncomfortable <laughs> point. Do a one eighty, Brock. It's inappropriate. Mm-mm. Yeah, su- super inappropriate, Brock. Who knows? Um, but. Uh, <laughs> I, I Robbie wants somebody to make James as a as a profile as a Tinder profile now. <laughs> uh, so we need to find like a, a, a good looking cosplayer so that it's a real picture, not a cartoon. Yes. Um did anybody have any other good lines? Uh so Lisa, our our trainer that only exists. Trainer four. Give, yes. Trainer four. Trainer four. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she did have one one good moment when they were about to battle. And so Ash is going on about how he's gotta climb up the league and like um make his way through and she looks at me and goes but first let's see if you're even in mine ah. <laughs> yeah that was pretty good uh, now I'd like to take this final 10 minutes to talk about how much I hate uh, Ash as a Pokemon trainer oh god uh, that's not no um, <laughs> but like how can we've, we've got essentially an all powerful imaginary Pokemon that has limitless Tinkerbell-esque power yes how how can anybody beat that thing <laughs> Nobody can. Let's just resign ourselves with Entei as our new god. No. No? Not if you're Ash. Not if you're Ash? No, I'm going to beat him and then go on Ash's to the I Orange Islands. Everyone with reason, however, yes. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, in any... Now, now we... We I, I genuinely like this movie. I do. I think there, there's a lot of stuff to like in it. It's not it's not as schmaltzy though. We could use a little bit more schmaltz, uh, a little a little bit more Team Rocket because Team Rocket's Team Rocket. The but best. is the, they're the best. 
Is is there any are there any other highlights that we didn't necessarily talk about? Um <laughs> Cuz it's cuz like I mean, every moment with Molly is pretty gold to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just like her dark, witchy energy. Uh, I kind of wish we just didn't deal with Ash at all. I wish we was kind of this annoying kid that came out of nowhere to save the day, and we're like, why is he here? And we were just following the journey through Molly's perspective, because that kind of deep journey of, like, missing your parents and trying to create a, a safe environment for yourself, while also mm-hmm. dooming everyone around you in order to do that. It's fun. But there's no, like, that's the thing. She has no grasp of what she's doing to the world because she's like, I've lost both of my parents. Mm. Yep. Now my dad's a giant fire dog and my mom's <laughs> this lady whose name I, I don't remember. Uh, but but she's mama, for God's sake. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I even think there's a, a, there's a, a line where Ente simply went, you are Mama. Mama, and it's like, all right, okay, sure, sure I'm whatever you want me to be. <laughs> then just like sleep, but um, yeah, if, if we, I a little bit, it would have been a little bit too complex for the for the the kid audience, but more for Molly because that kid's mm-hmm. going through a lot. Yes, poor yeah. child. I mean, it's fascinating to see just this all all encompassing thing that you know is having huge ramifications on the world around her, but it doesn't matter. It's sort of the physical embodiment of all of those emotions is all of this, like, jagged, mm-hmm. uh, disgusting, ruining the world around it. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, I like it a lot, and that's the, the story is deep enough, which is why I said in my speedrun that I would want... I, I think this story could... Whether, whether it's a Pokemon story or not, you can take... Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe a girl with like a mutant ability or or something that that affects the world. Or it's like Ace from uh, the Royal Flush Gang in, uh, in DC totally. Comics, uh, totally. th- where she has the strong mental ability that affects the world around her. My God, there there's a scene. If you watch Batman Beyond, there's a there's a wonderful scene between Bruce Wayne and Ace that it's the movie that that bridges a gap between Batman Beyond and the original Batman series. Yeah. It, it will bring you to tears. It's Kevin Smith's favorite episode. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Um, but but something like that, just because stories like this, I think, are important to mm-hmm. to kids who who go through this sort of a loss and don't necessarily have a, a legion of magical dream wisher, uh, dream creators like the unknown to do and bring that into the little world, the real world, a little bit. Uh, final thoughts on Pokemon the movie two thousand, and then we'll get into our verdicts. Um, bring back Molly. Make her a trainer. Like, let's see Molly in like ten to fifteen years. Like when she's kicking butt, like in the league. Like that would that would be mm-hmm. now. Like, who like ma- all psychic yeah. Pokemon. Like that'd be dope as hell. Or, or I would say with with uh, uh, an Ursaring, with an Ampharos, with uh, what was it, the third one that she had? She had a third. Regardless, but like with the three that she had in the Dream World, even if it's just for one episode, yeah. have her show mm-hmm. up. Uh, right now in uh, in the Sun and Moon series, that that would be really cool. Yeah, that'd be really cool. And then it's like, hey, Ash, remember how how my parents were gone and my dad was Entei for a little bit? That messed me up for a while. Thank you for getting me through that. How's your mom? Sort of like, re- <laughs> remember when I accidentally kidnapped your mom? That was fun. Time, <laughs> we're we're friends. <laughs> Some strangely casual reunion. Be like. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, would, I would really want that, too. Any any final thoughts? Uh, yeah, I was surprised at, at how deep this movie ended up going, like, when you sat there and thought about it. Because on the surface, it's pretty shallow as far as what it covers. And then, like, oh, well, this is this is pretty real for, 
for kids. So Ooh. our yeah. dream worlds were very different. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Hers was all, all crystalline, and I just want to be a Pokemon trainer. In a world okay. where you have Pokemon, you mm. just want to be a Pokemon trainer? Why don't you be? Yeah, you, you get to do oh, that. Can I? You I know what? No, I want to be Entei. Okay. Give me a crystal Entei body. Um, but yeah, I this this movie, uh, as as our chat can uh, can attest to, is one of the more popular ones. Is one of one of the better ones. And I was really happy and open to do it because I've I've always remembered liking it. Maybe not necessarily loving it, but I always remembered liking it. And if we if we got like an actual battle instead of a music video in the front. I don't know if I would have been more mad or not. All right, so the last thing we're going to do is we're going to talk about our verdicts, which is an extra life where we give this, well, I mean, it's the Pokemon franchise. It's continued. But personally, if after seeing this movie, you would give it another chance, if you would give it an extra life, or if you would say, game over, we're done, that's it, no more Pokemon movies for the world. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, Joelle, you are our guest. Why don't you uh, give us your verdict? If this is the only Pokemon movie in existence? Yeah, well, this is the, if it's one, two, three happened, and now after this and third movie. do I movie, give a fourth or not based off the, okay. Uh, yes, I, I, I give it another go. Uh, but as studio head, I request we replace Ash with somebody with talent. Not the person <laughs> performing as Ash. They're beautiful. But, Veronica Taylor. But the actual character. Bring me a new person. Yeah, let's get a, let's get a new trainer. That, w- that would be cool. If, if uh, now, sort of like how Pokemon Origins, we have whatever trainer fits in the world that it is. Mm-hmm. If we had somebody, let's, well, let's make a movie based on that, based on this new person. I do think Misty deserves a movie. Like, she's put in her time. She's, like, left the main cast, came back to the main cast. Mm-hmm. Like, she's been all over the place. Like, she's a, she was a gym leader. Like, I just want Misty to have her own movie. I would watch the hell she out of that. An infinitely more interesting backstory. Yes. Mm-hmm. How she fits in amongst her sisters. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I. This would be the time to do the Misty spinoff. Mm-hmm. Hey, yep. three, three is good. Let's expand. Let's go after that that girl market. Let's let's go for the Misty movie. This it will show her time away, what she was doing, whatever. Stacy, what do you think? The, yeah, I mean, we're always going to be here for more Pokemon. <laughs> it's going to happen. Uh, but in regards to this movie specifically, I wouldn't mind seeing it expanded in a different format. Like the idea of this movie, yeah, and um, the theme, at least the themes of this movie, um, especially more in a modern day way to help kids deal with that loneliness and what happens mm-hmm. in these situations. Let's get a Pokemon Origins movie uh, or a Pokemon Origins episode about this movie where they just they truncate it. And they enhance the themes, and they make it, maybe make it a couple part. Um, I, I agree with both y'all. I, I now's the time for the for the Misty movie. Nobody wants to see a Brock movie. No. Uh, let's go. It's somebody who will actually evolve her Pokemon, Misty. Yes. Uh, she wants that Golduck, even though, oh, Psyduck is so cute. He is cute. Yeah, the poor fellow. Uh, but I would give this an extra life as well. Uh, this was, It was a really good one. It was a super solid, good Pokemon movie. And I think this would this one good turn, well, three good turns, deserve 17 more. Uh, <laughs> so before we go, uh, I, I, we're going to talk about So we're going to be back next week because the, last week I got sick. Thank you for changing your schedule to be a yes, part of the show of still. Um, and Stacey, you were out of town. And Patrick is super busy. So we're going to be back on our regular schedule next week. And you know what? We've put it off for so long. Why not? Let's do Prince of Persia. Yeah, the <laughs> Disney Prince of Persia film. Uh, we, I don't know why we've been putting it off for so long, but you know I what? Do. Next week, <laughs> check it out. Uh, Joel, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks again for having me. Yes. Yeah, so, so,
We're starting over. Um, <laughs> from the top. Yeah, from Again. the top, everybody. Um, but uh, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, take as, well, take a relatively okay amount of time. Put yourself over. Talk about your projects. What do you do on Popcorn Talk Network and our sister network? Yeah. Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, if you like the Popcorn Talk, which you should, you're here, uh, you can check me out on the New York Film Academy Hour, or the Ninth Hour, as we like to call it, where every week we bring in a special guest uh, who's either alumni or, or uh, currently staffed. Uh, or current students sometimes, and talk about their movies and their projects, and you get little mini master lessons, which is a lot of fun. Uh, I also do an infinite number of shows on here. Genius, uh, which is great. It's uh, Nat Geo's first ever scripted television drama, and it's amazing. Sorry, about Einstein coming to America. Uh, uh, the... Uh, the new Hulu show, uh, The Handmaid's Tale, Handmaid's also Tale. epic. It's so good. Dark. Samira Whitley's the best. Uh, uh, we do uh, Samurai Jack on Sundays, which if you haven't been watching the new season, you only have three episodes left. It's not long, and it is as good as you remember. Uh, so yeah, and then every Wednesdays, you can check me out on the Schmo's Nose, and I'm at Black Girl Nerds every week. Uh, you can check out my review for Guardians of the Galaxy. And coming up, I think, on Friday, my interview with W. Camel Bell. Wonderful. Thank you again, Joelle. Uh, Stacy, folks find you. What are you working on? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Stacy Shuttles or over at Nerds Doing Stuff where we're getting ready for Comic-Con, talking about... Hotelpocalypse. Hotelpocalypse. Hotel yeah. Which uh, we got the first wave of emails this morning. Lucky. Yeah. I did not. Oh, no. Um, so coming up fun. there. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're going to be doing a whole bunch of stuff with Comic-Con. Hopefully some other fun conventions coming up as well. Uh, I just looked at mine. July is going to be absolutely nuts for me. Mm. But um, you can follow me on Twitter at Mark B. Donick. You can also check out uh, the other show that I do here on Popcorn Talk, which is Jedi Alliance. We talk about Star Wars. That's it. Uh, then you can go to After Buzz TV where we do a lot of the wrestling programming over there. I mean, anything else right now this season? Red vs. Blue is starting up. Um, yeah, great, good stuff happening. Uh, maybe we'll do something for uh, Yuri on Ice just because I wanted to say those three words yes. again because it's been Yuri. too long. Poor, yeah, it's poor not, Yuri. No, more. More, more, more Yuri. More Yuri. Time for more. Uh, there's a movie coming. We're going to do a review for it here whenever that happens. But thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Video Game Movie Anatomy. We will see you next time with Prince of Persia. See you at the arcade, everybody. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.